step into this podcast to talk to a very specific listener. Mr. John Wilson, we have been watching you. We have tracked your IP address. If you do not believe us, you can check for yourself. Your IP is 192.168.0.1. Are you sure that's the IP? No, no, it's paused. Don't worry. I mean, that sounds like the standard, like, IP address that everybody gets. You double check? Okay. We have gone to your house when you were not home and taken your cat hostage. Your cat is alive and well currently. <coughs> if you would like to see your cat again, you will pay the ransom. Now, while we were at your house, we saw some bank statements, and we are very reasonable. Due to your financial situation, please place five untraceable $1 bills in a duffel bag and drop them in the parking garage on the corner of Main and Park, and you will see your cat again. Only $5? He's that poor? Alright. If you do not do this, you will never see Fluffy alive again. Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. No, I thought I was going to do the intro. You're good? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't thinking. No, you're starting the story first. Yes. So you would... You would... This is why it's always weird when you start the episode without letting me adjust my mic, because I never know if I'm <laughs> in the right spot, and I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't sound right. Aww. It's fine now. So you get... Welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. I'm Chris. I know you said you were going to intro because I do the first story, but I'm going to intro because... Because we were just hacked. Yes. <laughs> Everything's thrown off. Everything. Hey, you seem like a pretty amiable guy, though. Yeah. Five bucks. Five bucks. Not bad. Yeah. Well, you can get your cat back. Un- right, right. Sorry. Untraceable five bucks. Unmarked five or one dollar bills. Five single dollar bills. How are you doing, Chris? I am tired. I'm extra tired. Extra tired. Yes. Let Not... me think. Uh, I've been up since 2.30, so what does that make it? 2.30 would be 12 hours. Yep. I don't even know what time it is right now. It's almost 8. So, 18 hours? Yeah. Something like that. Sounds good. <laughs> Did you adjust my mic again? No. It sounds different. I did nothing. Mm, excuses, excuses. That's all I, I, I hear. I adjusted mine. I, I don't know. Then. Because I wanted to take time to like fiddle with the settings. Am I purple? You're purple. Bastard. <laughs> I think the issue was Why you turned my I mic. I have the purple light. You're the one who assigns them. 
It's just the number two's default. Purple. So plug yourself into number two. No. Oh my god. I am the number one. <laughs> just not purple. What number one is green? Green. Number one is green. You're green. It's better than yellow. What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh yeah, that's your favorite color, isn't it? No, vermilion's oh. my favorite color. Oh yes, color. yes, yes. I should remember that. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> I remember every time I went by a red door in a house, I'm like, oh look, a vermilion door. Yeah, yeah. I remember. There, you know, there are specific doors I remember in that place. It's because of you. <laughs> There's like a blue because... house with a red door, and you're like, look, it's Vermilion. I'm like, that's fantastic, Chris. I'm glad you've pointed this out to me. And now I cannot remember that house. It's just forever etched in my brain. Uh, I hope I you don't remember it. I'm glad. It... <laughs> it reminds me of like the, uh, you took everything for me. For me, it was a Tuesday. What's that from? Street Fighter? No, I don't remember. The old Van Damme one where um, I think it was Chun-Li who was like, you killed my father and you took everything out for me. And and then M. Bison was like, for you, that was a very tragic and, and terrible moment in your life. For me, it was just Tuesday. Was that in the game? No, that was in the movie. Oh, I never saw the movie. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, no. you should watch it. It's terrible. I know. That's why I didn't watch it. Oh, it's, uh, it has <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's probably another reason I didn't watch it. Hey, man. I liked it. You probably... Go on. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Fuck it. Is this up there with The Sound of Music? I have to... The Sound of Music's a good movie, though. It's different. Uh-huh. The Sound of Music's a great movie. You know what's a great musical? What's that? Toxic Avenger the Musical. Okay. So good. You know what movie I watched then, I, like we brought up last episode? Men who uh, stare, at goats. stare at goats. Yeah, I just watched that. Like, oh, was it good? I liked it. It was very interesting. Is it worth watching, or is it just kind of? Eh? It has a lot of really good actors in it. Well, I know that, but is it good? It depends on your. You don't think the sound of music's gonna be good? No. You don't think the Street Fighter game uh, movie was good? Well, we know that's not good. <laughs> that's true. I liked it. It was enjoyable for me. I liked it. I feel I was talking about some movie on, I don't know, TikTok or something. People were, like, talking about this movie, how horrible it was. I'm like, It wasn't horrible for the time, but it didn't really age well. And yeah. Kind of like, it's still good because it's classic, even though now it's just kind of cheesy. Like, like Shaun of the not Shaun of the Dead, like uh, Ash versus kind of like Ash versus Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah, because arguably Evil Dead one and two are pretty bad. One and two are the same thing. I know, but it's just weird that they did that. It is very weird, even though like it's a little different because yeah, it's slightly different. They they but... kind of skipped over the first half of the. Because they they when I first start watched the them, movie I'm like, of why would he go back to the cabin with, the, with the, another I know it another, does another group of friends but then they speed past that part to then when the other group shows up and he's there still huh because Evil Dead ends with him trying to leave Evil Dead Two both does, of them. It's just a remake of the first movie. Not the whole thing, though, because remember yeah, the... 
No, because there's more. No. Yeah. Yeah, they changed it a bit, but it's just a, a remake. They didn't defeat the evil things in the first movie, though. They never defeat. They opened a portal in the Deadites. second one. When he gets sucked through the woods. Yeah, because they, yeah. they managed to actually defeat the thing by opening up the portal and sucking it back. And then he gets sucked in with it. The new one. I haven't watched that, good. by the way. I haven't watched the third one. No, the third one's Army of Darkness. I haven't watched it. Then there was one in 2000? Mm. Where Ash was a girl? I haven't watched that either. I need to watch Army of Darkness. And then there's a new new one that just came out. Was it a movie? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's good. Okay. Um, and I need to watch Ash versus. Oh, the series? Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. I think I watched like one episode. I know it has the same actor. Bruce Campbell? Yeah. You have to have Bruce Campbell. Uh, he was in the Spider-Man movies. Oh, you mean the um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies? Yes, mm-hmm. he was in Tobey Maguire. Because his friend's the director, producer. Oh, is he? Sam Raimi. Oh. Yeah, they were like best friends growing up. That It was all friends that did Evil Dead. Hmm. And Sam Raimi was the one. I remember in a, in I would a... love to see Bruce Campbell in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, technically, he, he should be. Because he was three separate people. In each of the movies, he was a different person in each movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could portray him as something bigger. You could. You could absolutely portray him as something like, well, bigger. you know, he was in all three of these movies as different people. Therefore, he's like, you know, some omnipotent power. Or being. spy. Some sort of spy to watch over Spooderman. in the first one, he was the, um, the official in a wrestling match. He was. You're right. One of them, he was just, fuck, I think it was like a store clerk. I don't remember. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember either. It's also been a long time since I watched the, um, I remember Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man's. Reading the books, and he was talking about how he still has scars from, like, Evil Dead. Does he? You know the scene where he's getting pulled through the woods and he's kind of, like, spinning in the air? Yeah. They tied him to giant metal like iron x they welded together mm-hmm. and hooked to the back of the car Ugh. and they just tied him to it and then spun it and drove through the woods oh that's how they filmed that scene that's rough they tied him to a big metal x and he says he has like they was like biting into his skin and cutting him the edges <sighs> of the metal then they were talking about like all the, the effects they did and stuff where like now you know you have the steady cam Mm-hmm. Like a track. Well, they did, you know, it was a bunch of friends doing the movie. So they had the Vaso cam. They put a two by four on two sawhorses, put Vaseline on it, and slid the camera down the two by four. <laughs> then the scene in the beginning of the movie where uh, the evil force goes through the glass. Yeah. He was explaining how they just tied the camera to a stick and shoved it through the glass. That's how they got that scene. Well, it works. It does. It it definitely works. Sometimes oh. with like horror movies, the lower the budget, the better. Yeah, I mean, and like you look at like uh, we've talked about this before, like uh, Lord of the Rings, how um Peter Jackson grew up or did B movies. Yeah. So when he was doing Lord of the Rings, he incorporated some of his B movie techniques, like digging the holes in the ground and shit yeah. like that. 
there, there's He's no like, why you know do CG and pay thousands of dollars when I can just dig a hole in the goddamn ground. Yeah, and then majority of the like uh, visuals of that movie is just on site recording. Did like I the mountains and everything? All of it filmed in New Zealand. Did I send you that picture? Maybe of I don't have my phone of Gandalf and Sauron. Yes, <laughs> I know what you're the talking pink. about. With Peter, the greatest of all, the greatest of all, the also uh, the shortest. Yeah, you did send that. It was quite funny. Thought I sent it. You don't reply to shit, so I never know if you see shit or not. I reply to important things. You yes. asked me if I had a DVD player, and I said no. Yes, I also asked you about a book that we both like are listening to, and you, you didn't ask me about it. You ignored. You said I said I have questions book. about this book. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes, I did read it. And that's what I asked you when you got here. If that was the same character. Yeah, no, it's not the same. Well, I know character. now. Uh, we 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 have been going and reading uh, "Yumi and the Nightmare Painter." Yes, which is well, uh, the third book that Brandon Sanderson has released this year. It's about the secret a book. Father who's like a schizophrenic artist, and he just beats his kid with a paintbrush. Yep. Hence, painting nightmares. Yep. Yumi's the daughter's name. Yes. What? Is dinging. I put my phone over there to charge, and it's dinging away. I, don't I mean, know. I don't hear it on the recording, so no, it should it's be too far away. Okay, you. By the way, I love how you decided this week's topic. What do you mean? You literally text me at the most random time and said true crime. <laughs> and guess what? Nothing else. I wrote my story Sunday morning. Yeah, I Did woke you? up. I grabbed the laptop. Do 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 do. Typed it all up. Normally, I do mine like early Wednesday in the night. <laughs> so I usually do mine in the early morning of like Thursday is when I usually do it. Um, I tried doing it at work once. Yeah, I brought my laptop to work because whenever I walk in to clock in at lunch, it's just dead silent in there. So I'm like, I'll just bring my laptop and I'll eat my lunch in here. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't, and uh, nobody would shut the fuck up. And like Chris is busy over there. I'm like, I'm trying to be, but you guys won't shut the fuck up. Normally, you guys don't talk. <laughs> I went to the bookstore and, and and started looking into my story. Um, I find it very easy to do research at the bookstore. I don't know why. Even though you're doing it like online. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just the atmosphere. You guys are bringing our business cards and tossing them around the damn. Just leave bookstore. them at. That's <laughs> what I've been doing. Leave them at the store. Just I'll go like, to, like at the gas spot. station. And just, like, leave it at the coffee spot. I'm getting my drinks. Do you have the new ones? Yeah. I'll put them in my... I'll actually, I'll put it with my stuff so I don't forget it this time. I'll do that in the interim. The, uh, I think I thought I gave you something. Give, like, your father, because yeah, he was remember, actually passing Yeah, I remember, out. then you texted me, and you were like, and you left it on the table, you dickhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to go to the bookstore and just, like, drop it in the cafe section on all the tables. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's the logo or the name, and you flip it over to QR code. And whenever I see QR codes, I have to scan. I have, to this day, I think I've scanned two QR codes, and both of them have been menus for restaurants in (laughs) British Columbia. Well, there's a thing out there. It's similar to, like, geocaching. Uh Uh-huh. But you get a QR code, and you just stick it on, like, random places. Okay. So people will go hunting for it, and they scan out the code. It registers they found it. Neat. So... So we're doing true crime, but I, I, in true Nate fashion, only kind of did true crime. Wrote about a zoo. 
I wrote about a zoo, and people did some god-awful things to those and monkeys. Nothing happened. It was actually a really nice zoo. I went there. I checked it out. It was really pretty. Saw a monkey drinking his pee. That was great. It was really good. It was refreshing. Uh, no, I, I, um, my friend sent me a TikTok, and like it was a very interesting story from Reddit of a person's interaction with somebody in real life. I saw a TikTok. Uh-huh. That's at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry. I've seen one. They're pretty I interesting. Saw, I saw this tiki taki. Oh. I saw this TikTok video pop up and it's uh it was on my like for you page because I've watched some of this guy's videos before. And he was like talking about Ireland. Ireland. And he's like, in the nineteen seventies, it was like nineteen seventy six or something, a strange fog rolled into a town in Ireland. And people saw Zombie is walking in the fog. There was multiple police reports and blah, blah, blah. So I looked it up and it's like a bullshit story. And he keeps passing off all these stories as being true and they're all like, nah. I hate that. So I'm like, oh, this would be an awesome fucking episode. So I looked into it. I'm like, oh no, it's not even true. It's like that one meme where it's like, and this is where I'd keep my trophy. If I had one. Well, people were like, uh, someone broke down the story to like, for one, there's almost always fog. In Ireland. He's like, secondly, hmm. there apparently were some reports, but it was most likely, you know, what they think it was was just people walking in the fog. Damn, that's crazy. So, you know, you see them out there walking and you're like, oh, and they're calling in. And like in the last part of the story, it said in the morning, all the graves were empty. Well, there's no reports of that whatsoever. But all of them were empty, Chris. Yeah. So, yeah. You dumb fuck. I was like, oh, man, this would be really cool. And then it's just all bullshit. I hate when people write shit and be like, this is a true, this is one of the scariest things that ever happened. Well, it never fucking happened. So mine, I can't prove that it happened. But this seems like a very oddly thing. Thanks. <laughs> I can't prove it happened. However, the person that did post it, I looked through their... I I just combed through their face, uh, not Facebook, their Reddit profile. I looked through every single social media account they have. No, I only looked through their uh, found their home address Reddit profile. I've been stalking them, and I was I was just reading to see if like Tell me. if they post a bunch of these kind of stories. You know, writers like to like post multiple stories. Yes, they never just do one and done. Well, that one we did the Reddit one of um shit. What was the story? Oh, the the mirror game, yes, the infinity game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that uh, that writer posts tons of stories. Right, and that's what I'm saying is like, was this a post by like somebody who likes creepy stories, and that's what they did? Why they did it? They don't really post much. Uh, I say that they they comment a lot more than they post, and like, whenever they do post, it's usually nothing related to what they posted here. So, I like the one where the person posted that story we did about the. Uh... Everything not like he got knocked out and lived a whole different life. Yes, but then he deleted his account after he posted it. Yeah, I'm like that's the best way of doing it. Yeah, you post it anonymously, then just you know you say it's a throwaway account in your story, then you delete your account. Yep. And this one's not even a throwaway account. I think they're still active. When I checked, they like were making posts only a few months ago. Yeah. Let me look 
I don't know. I've been on I, a year ago was the latest one. I've been on, not a post though. I've been on Reddit more than TikTok lately. You've been on Reddit more than TikTok. Yeah, that's probably for the best. I TikTok's lose... not the greatest. Plus Reddit's I... only a little bit better. Plus, like on TikTok, I just lose time. Yeah. You know, you open up and you see one video, and it's like four hours later. You're like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, I especially when you're in the bathroom. Oh, it's worse. My feet are numb. Have you seen that the U.S. government has been doing a lot of uh, UFO stuff lately? No, they're having like congressional hearings about UFOs and how the government, uh, how the military is like. Yeah, we had we we found a few crashed ones, and they're real. Um, it was. Mussolini had one in like the 30s, something like that. Uh, we confiscated it. <laughs> These are like actual officials from the military and shit like that. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we all like open one time about this? We all had of a, a sudden. secret auction where we sold a UFO to a private resident. Kind of. <laughs> um, then they were like, the one of the members was like, um, have you found any bodies? And he goes, we have found biological matter. But he won't say what it is. Scat. Would be hilarious. Just trail of alien shit. And and they always go, like, every, all the... Well, apparently he was scared when he crashed. <laughs> um, and then they were asking him, has anybody... Like, have they purposely sought to dis, like, discredit people for trying to bring up this in the past? And they're like, yes. Well, yeah, we, and then we they, know this. And then, he asked, <laughs> then they asked, has anybody died or have been killed because of it? And he goes... I cannot comment on that. And I'm like, oh, how nice. do I how do I redact a uh, verbal statement? <laughs> Can you just make a black bar noise? Whoosh, yeah, exactly. Whoosh. <laughs> uh, so that was really interesting, um, and that's fun. We'll see where that goes. Well, I was talking about how to you about that. I don't know if it was probably recording, but like it was at. Famous news reporter in Mexico who, like... Yes, we did. Yeah. We did talk about this last week. And the government just like, here's all of her information. Mm-hmm. They're, like, wide open about it. Yep. So, it looks like the U.S. might be doing the same thing now. Though it's weird timing. Mm, probably just a smoke screen. Could be. We're good at doing that. Well, do you know what else is going on right now? Uh, it's political. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't talk about it then if you don't want to know. <laughs> it's okay. Do you want to actually hear my story now? Yes. Okay. I suppose. Do I ever want to hear your story? Do you ever want to hear me? No. Okay. That's what I thought. So this one is, beware of small towns in Florida. Only when you're whispering sweet nothings in my ear. Okay. <laughs> this post was made by a Redditor, uh, Zentini. Yep, Zentini. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me already? <laughs> you read the name, then you're like... Verify the name. <laughs> yeah, I read the name and I was like, did I sing that right? Oh, yeah. I got to yes. say this one. Good luck. Holy <laughs> shit. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. Um, That's what she said. <clears throat> this is a long time ago, late 90s. When I was 19, I moved from Oregon to Florida to be with my boyfriend at the time. Uh, Bad move. I'm, I'm going to read the way this is written. Just so you were, and I'll try not to cut out anything. But she's, it's written by a Redditor. Okay. So, uh, be with my boyfriend at the time, parentheses, don't ever do that. 
I was thinking white sand beaches, Mickey Mouse, but instead got swamps, bugs, and dirt roads. It was a huge shock to the system. <laughs> Swamp, bugs, and rednecks. Welcome to Florida, guys. It's really not about beaches and Mickey Mouse. It's mainly about meth heads and swamps. I, I could tell you something about that, but I don't know if I should while we're recording. Well, okay. <laughs> well, like, okay, so I'll tell you. <laughs> if you watch like well, that any changed pretty quickly. If you watch any movies mm-hmm. or like TV shows, yeah, they always portray Florida with the beaches and like girls in bikinis. Yeah. You don't want to see most of the girls down here in a bikini. Well, not in our area. In South Florida, you'd be fine. Like if you go to St. Pete or Miami, I've been. You've been to St. Pete? I've been to Miami. I might be going oh, wow. to St. Pete for that tattoo shop. Miami has pretty girls. Not everywhere, though. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the same thing with everything else. Yeah, but it it, it was it's definitely a shock going from what you is portrayed. I mean, think on about TV it. TV and movies of Florida. Then when you move to Florida, it's like oh yeah, but it's the same thing for with me and my perception of New York. Yeah, but your perception of New York comes from like a political thing that happened before you no, were no, born. No, no, I'm talking about TV shows specifically. Oh. I'm not. I'm not talking about. Pol- I'm talking about New well, York yeah, that's true. State, that's not New true, York City. Because like everybody I talk to, because obviously I'm from New York, um, like, oh, what's it like living in a city? I'm like, I didn't live in a city. There's a whole state. Yeah, <laughs> no, I lived in the mountains. I lived in New York State, not New York City. Yeah, it just assumes it's just the city, right? And I, with every country. Oh. With every country, with every state, it's the same thing. Unless oh, it's fuck. Ohio. Paris is just a tower. Paris is just a tower. <laughs> Did you know Japan has a um, hotline in France for Japanese tourists when they go there for basically, like, depression? Really? Yeah, because... because uh, Is there the highest number of suicides off the tower from, like, no, Japanese no, no. people? Because Paris is so, like, built up in our, like... Oh, so when they get there, they're let down? Yes. Ah, yes. Because, yeah. like, even in our... They um... definitely need one in Florida, then. <laughs> yeah. Well, most people only come for Disney and, yeah. like, Universal. And our tourist traps are very good at what they do. I fucking love Universal. Yeah. So they're at least good. Uh, but I did, I did read that the uh, embassy of Japan had to, like, have a hotline for that because there's a lot of Japanese tourists visiting and expecting, like... The city of lights, but it's like, no, it's just like every other large town mm-hmm. or city in, in any kind of European country where it's like, yeah, you have that. Also, there's just a lot of dirt and trash everywhere. And like, yeah, I mean, like, if you see all this shit about like New York, like you're saying, if if you want to see what you're seeing in the movies, then just don't go to the rest of New York. Yeah, there are two roads you can go to. Actually, there was a movie filmed. Everywhere else, stay away. There was a movie filmed, right? Around where I lived, and I think it was portrayed as like being somewhere else, like a podong town. No, like I think it was portrayed as being like in New York City. You know the movie that was filmed in the area I live in, right? Jeepers Creepers. Yes, I know. I want to go and look at the location. Yeah, there's like just a tree. Well, there's nothing really there anymore. It's just fields, and most I, of the field. I think the tree is still there because they only used one stretch of road over and over and over. Yes, they did. I guess you see the same tree just going yeah. past like a Hanna-Barbera fucking cartoon. So the state park is on that road. So I don't know if it's still there because there's a lot of construction that's well, being done on that side. I know one of the guys I work with was in school when they were filming it. One of the guys I used to work with was as well. And he uh said that the character came into 
the school in the full costume, and he's like, he's fucking tall. Yes, he did. He would run around the school uh, to scare the kids. <laughs> yeah, they said they walked him through the cafeteria, too, so like people would see him and not be like freaking out when they saw them filming outside. Mm, that makes sense. I don't know if it's one or two. One. Is it one? I always think yes. I believe I, it's one. I th- always think it's two for some reason. Um, there was a movie with uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, Salt. Okay, that was filmed in Albany. Oh, okay. But I don't think it was portrayed as like being in Albany, mm. which you know, pretty typical. Like right now, they're filmed. Did you hear what happened with Beetlejuice too? Uh, no. What happened? You've seen Beetlejuice, right? Yes. They're filming it in Vermont. And apparently people showed up when they weren't filming and stole the statues. What? You know, like the statues the mother made, the weird things? Yeah. Yeah, like apparently some people stole some of the statues. I'm pretty sure this tree is still here because I see. I, I just recently went down that road to drop off some people. I heard it was because I was I, reading about it. I think this this tree is still here. I'm going to like um, promote a website. <laughs> There's a website. If you're into like weird stuff and like haunted stuff and abandoned things and shit like that, I'll you know what? When I go home, actually, when I go home, it'll be dark, so I can't. Uh, when I go home, when I leave tomorrow because I have to visit a friend, I'll drive down the road and see if the tree is still there, and then I'll let you know. We can visit at some point. Yeah. Um. <coughs> um. But what I was gonna say is, if you're into like all the weird stuff, you got like phone. less tourist trap stuff. Like you, mm-hmm. there's a website called Atlas Obscura. And if you bring it up, you can like just hit a button and it'll say like, "What can I see around me?" Or if you're gonna go somewhere, you can type in the location and it'll tell you all the unique stuff around you. What are you pulling it up? Yep, it's a pretty cool site. We um, when you're using it, I don't see. Scroll to the very bottom. Like if you find a location, like mm-hmm. where you're going or around you oh, that you want to see, United States. Uh, top cities. Is this gonna be? It's all the ones you expect. It's not. It's not just the United States, by the way. It's all over. Yeah, because but, uh, for top cities, there's London, New York, Los Angeles, Brooklyn, Paris, Tokyo, Edinburgh, so on and so forth. But when you, if you find a location, like say you're visiting somewhere or around where you live, and you want to go see it, scroll to the bottom of the page first, because they have updates. Do they? And when we did our, when I drove to Miami. Yes. At like 10 hour drive. Yes. Um, the person I was with found a bunch of locations that I would like, like abandoned places. Uh-huh. And every single one we got to was gone. Hmm. And the locations that were like, like one place was like the junk castle was closed for the season. And all you had to do was scroll to the bottom of the page and say, this has been demolished now. Don't bother going. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. They didn't scroll down. So scroll down and check before you head to any of the places. <laughs> they do give updates about if you can, you can actually get in or not. Or if they're still around or not. What are you, like, looking around here? Yes, I am looking around to see if there's anything near us. Search by the zip code. Can you? There's a search function. Because we did a whole route. I, I am looking at the search function, and it didn't. when I put in the city names, it didn't give me anything. But that looks like... Well, that's not helpful. 
Can you please? Where is this? At? No, this is Gainesville. This is not where I thought it so, was. Go south a little bit. Yes. But there looks like there's one thing right here. Cool. What is it? Gypsy Golden Horse Farm. Ah. I think this there's is St. Pete right here. There's some... Uh, I don't know. We found a bunch of cool shit, but like I said, Say most of them were like missing. We like hmm. looked at nice. the route we were going to take and we looked up like every town we were going through. Hmm. We had like this whole list of shit and we saw like one, <laughs> which was pretty neat. You know, this entire time um, we've been talking, I, I especially after we talked about like Beetlejuice. Starting your story. And, and, and Yeah, I completely forgot I was reading a story. The, the one we saw was Bach Tower. Bach Tower. No idea what that is. Um, it's a giant musical instrument. Like a wind? Like we thought you could go in it, but when you get there, there's like tons of gardens you could walk through and all this kind of neat stuff to uh -huh. look at. And then there's just a giant tower and it plays music every hour. And the whole tower is like the instrument, so you can't go in it. The whole tower. I think it's like Bach Tower Gardens. How's it play music? How's it play? You'd have to look it up. All right, I'll look it up later. I should probably get back to the story, though. It's kind of like, you know, when the bells go off every hour. Well, this plays different music. When bells hour. go off by every hour, it uses electronics to ring the bell. Well, this is... Okay. It's so it, it electrical power to it. I, I see, I see. The whole thing's got, like, instruments inside of it, though. I just I would be just really upset if it's just a really loud speaker. No. <laughs> Starts playing like Pearl Jam or something. It's you know, there's this one cool spot that you can stand in front of like the lake in front of it and you can see like two towers. Ah. Uh, because it's right on the water almost. So like uh -huh. you see the tower going up and then you see the reflection straight off the bottom of it. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. You know, okay. as a New Yorker, I, I would I would as I'm very surprised that you can say that phrase. What? Two towers. <laughs> it's been long enough. It's been long enough. Were you here by then? No, you were up in New York at that I was, point. I was working. Nice. And we were like super worried because like, and we stopped working just to listen to what was happening. A lot of people did. But uh, I lived by Albany. Yeah. Albany is the capital. Yeah, but most people don't know that, so they wouldn't have known that. I, they might have. I don't know. But that's where, like, you know, a lot of the, the officials are and shit. Mm. So we're like, ooh, you'll be fine. And the airport's like 20 minutes away. Anyways. So Florida isn't what she thought it would be. Uh, we live in this thinking. Is Florida what anybody thinks it'll be? Unless you were born here? Uh, no, it generally isn't. <laughs> it's generally either... It's usually in more excess than people expect. Come on, guys. Let's go to... Flo oh, a meth lab. Ooh. Another one? And Neat. another one. And also, when you drive through Georgia, if you're coming to Florida, it's just porn billboards the whole road. Is it? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've been through Georgia a few times and... XXX Adult Supermarket. Oh, yes. XXX Adult Super it's Mall. Not, okay. XXX Adult... Not, especially the closer you get to the border. Uh, Cafe Risqué. No, that's deep into Florida. <laughs> if you're at Cafe Risqué, you're not going anywhere near that border. No, but you see those I know. billboards all the way down yeah. that main road. <sighs> we lived in a dinky little town called Hawthorne, just outside of Gainesville. Don't ever go there. 
Very small, one stoplight, and and a four stores. Is it named after Hawthorne? Yes. Have you ever been to Hawthorne? No. It's it's really nothing that it's it's bigger than what she's describing. Uh, but this was in the nineties, so it's not surprising that it's bigger. What what are you talking about? By is it named after Hawthorne? Hawthorne what? Uh that writer. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Can't remember his full name. Hawthorne. David Hawthorne. No. You can Google him if you want. He's nope. a famous author. Uh, one stoplight and four stores. The four stores were Dollar General, Steve's Market, Eckerd's, Eckerd's Pharmacy, and Sonny's Barbecue. Whoopee. Anyways, I got a job at now defunct Eckerd's in the middle of the town. It was next to the grocery store, so everyone shopped there. After about three months or so of working there, I walked in the st- to start my shift one day. When the manager pulled me into his office, laid out on his desks what was about 30 to 40 open letters, all addressed by hand to me. Do you know this person? My manager asked. No. The letters are going to the store? Yep. Huh. Read one. So I picked up the cheerful yellow one. Inside the two were two handwritten letters and a magazine cutout of a woman with long blonde hair, just like me. As the Eckerd manager watched on, I read the letter. I skipped around a lot of uh, a lot out of confusion, desperately trying to find out why I'm in this room. From what I read, it was mostly someone imagining uh, what spending time with me would be like. A lot of it was sexual in nature. There was descriptions and comments about my hair, washing it, smelling it, and something <laughs> about the moonlight. It's not creepy at all. A few sentences were highlighted and otherwise. Uh, and others were underlined. My you first know, thought was, yeah. On the plus side, at this point, they don't know where she lives after sending mail to the store. Yeah. That's a good point. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a little plus to that, I yeah. guess. That's something. Not much of something, but something. My yeah. first thought was, am I getting fired? Do you know this David Elrod Air? I said... Yes, I think so. The tall, lanky guy with thick with thick glasses and fizzy, dark blonde hair. Uh, the regular who comes in a couple times a week to pick up a Diet Coke and medicine for his mom. Uh, late 20s and obviously so, uh, socially or mentally challenged. On a rare occasion, he would make small talk as I rang his, up his soda. Once or twice, he would linger at my register or stare at me, but I figured he was just trying to adjust his eyes or had poor social cues. Harmless, compared to uh, to some other people I have met in Florida. That's fair. <laughs> so I didn't pay him any mind until the day in Eckerd's office, in the Eckerd's office. I knew he wrote the letters because of the strange encounter two weeks earlier while working. He came up behind me and touched slash caressed my hair. I had to remove it from his hands and he apologized. Was he just hanging on? I don't know. Maybe he just was like doing it multiple times and just like, stop. (laughs) It's weird. Uh... Weird. No harm. I went back to work. After telling my manager this, he informed me that the customer was going to be banned from the store and I was being sent home while they worked out the details. What details? Confused. I walked out of the store and drove home. Strange. 
two hours after I got home from my non from my non shift at work, there's a knock on my door. I look out the window to see what resembles a SWAT team. What the fuck? I saw men in tactical gear with large weapons, two men dressed in suits, and several uniformed cops in what seemed like slow motion at the time. I opened the door. A female officer holds up a few oddly familiar letters and says, Can we come in to talk to you about these? Realizing everyone in the town had read the letters. I what? Wanted, yeah, I wanted to pass the fuck out. I don't even know the guy. How would everybody in a town read the letters? I don't think everyone in the town did read the letters, but she just like had the fear that everyone had. Oh, oh okay, okay. Or at least everyone in the police department. Or the SWAT time. team be showing up. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it gets, it gets better. We have a seat on my couch, and she begins to speak. Out of the corner of my eyes, I see my boyfriend shooting me dirty looks from the bedroom. The female officer mentions mentions getting the letters from Eckerd's and attempting to issue a trespassing notice. They wanted to speak to him directly, she says, because her whole department is aware of David. Is he missing? No. Oh, well, they wanted to speak to him directly. I was wondering if he like, wasn't around, so they were worried he might show up. The officers confronted him at this residence and attempted to to evoke the trespassing notice from Eckerd's store. Apparently, he was not happy about this. He insisted for over 45 minutes how this was all a big mis- mistake and uh, that I wanted to talk to him. He was so competitive and persistent, they decided to pursue stalking charges. Stalking charges? Confusion? Uh, she continued, you need to be aware that David killed and practically dismembered his mother when he was 12. Oh, nice. He was released from so juvenile... So medicines he picking up? So he was released from juvenile psychiatric facility ah. less than four years ago. Diet Coke. We found the, we found disturbing materials at his home, she continued. We believe he had began... We believe he's been stalking you. My mind keeps wondering. It's my mom's favorite drink. Is what he used to say to her all the time about the Diet Coke. And he said he was also picking up his mom's medicine. David was arrested the next day for stalking after he was found in Eckerd's parking lot. But at, but the last official word was he went back to the psychiatric hospital, at least temporarily. I don't have the chance to read. I didn't have the chance to read letters in full before they entered into some vault of evidence, nor did they explain what they found at his home. So I never had the a complete picture of what ha- was happening. My boyfriend at the time was a huge dick about the whole thing, so I moved back to Oregon a week later. Besides, who wants to hang her out when Norman Bates is fixated on you? Yeah, I mean, why would the boyfriend be a dick? It's not like she did anything wrong. I know. Seems like a dickhead. Yeah. I did read, I did read, um... You want us to go visit him? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, she has, like, commented a few times uh, in response to some people uh you mentioned he was picking up medicine for his mom didn't he kill her how could there be medicine well, for her him psychiatric ward he probably had psych she meds. responds with the creepiest part to me every interaction he mentioned his mom in the present tense he said that he purchased so, so much diet coke because his mom drank it all the medication it turns out was his you see She's Very just creepy. in a rocking chair in the attic. All Parts Norman of Bates. her in the rocking chair. Yes. Parts of her hooked to a mannequin. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the ex was... Em- she believes the ex was embarrassed 
and the tactical people trampled his lawn so he didn't care about anything else. I didn't strike, stick around long to console him. He was mad that they walked on this grass. Yeah, pretty much. Get off my lawn! Uh, she replies to a different few people, and some of them are... Um, uh, they're just... She just made a comment. Uh, not just, but she made a comment. I should rephrase that. To northern Florida, north and south Florida are like Jekyll and Hyde. To wait, what? To northern Florida, I think she means Floridians, north and south Florida are like Jekyll and Hyde. North and south Florida are very different. But the thing is, there are three parts of Florida. There's north Florida, south Florida, central Florida. Yeah. So different. (laughs) So different. When I went to Miami, it was, it was, I mean, it was like, I was like, dumb like i shouldn't say dumb but i was confused because like we went to we were hungry when we got there it was a long drive yeah yeah so i pulled through mcdonald's drive through mm-hmm. i'm listening I'm... straight spanish yep I'm like uh 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 and i looked at the person i was with because they're fluent obviously <laughs> they're hispanic so i'm like uh uh like just say something in english I'm like, okay but, you know, predominantly, it's Hispanic. So they start speaking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So you just got to kind of be like, yeah, I like the order. And then they talk yeah. in English. It was, it was, this is an awesome city down there. I don't know what it's called, but it was all like, every single building was graffiti. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know what the city was, though. Like, yeah. there was, there was graffiti artists in the city, like really good ones. Mm-hmm. And then like, the businesses started hiring them to paint their buildings. Hmm. So all the buildings are graffiti. That's really fucking cool. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going there again, but that's like, you know, five-hour drive just to go look at graffiti. Yeah. That's yeah, a big drive. Yeah, my Spanish is not that great either. So South Florida, North Florida, Central Florida, very different parts of Florida. South Florida is filled with Spanish people. Filled. Mm-hmm. And, and college kids and... And drugs and all that fun stuff. All of Florida's filled with drugs. I know. I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> like, I was gonna go through all the different parts of Florida, and then all of them would have been like drugs. Yes, drugs, drugs, and drugs. Central and Florida is, is is more rural. Horse farms, Everglades, that kind of. Well, South Florida has Everglades. We have a siren. <laughs> <laughs> That's specific to not just South Florida, but. Uh, or Central Florida, but to, to one specific region in Central Florida. Yes, I have witnessed the siren, and it was not a feeling. Yeah. What would you say North Florida is? I don't know. I never North Florida is like there. rich, bougie people. Is it? Naples? Yeah. I've never been there. North Florida has like a ton of like really rich white people. I didn't even realize like the panhandle as well. Some of the places I've been to, like mm-hmm. I've heard of, and when I went to Miami, I didn't realize I was in them, like Hollywood. I know one of my main major goals going to Miami. I'm like, I want to be in the Bermuda Triangle at some point. And like, oh yeah, Miami's in it. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, cool. I'm in it the whole time. Yeah. Like, I, I that was like you know something I I had to do. I have to be in the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, well, congratulations, you're in it. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. And somehow I just disappeared and i was in the philadelphia experiment for a little bit you can find my name in the records yeah you came back though it's fine yes although my arm was in a wall 
Eh, you don't need... I don't need the whole arm. I just need the pieces that I can hold pens and pencils with. You good? You I don't think his name was David Elrod. I'm reading through these comments. It looks like... I'm trying to find... Because I tried looking to find the guy, if I can find any criminal record sheet of him. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything specifically on David Elrod, like an article. I tried pulling a police report, but the website I was using wanted me to pay to open the police report. I'm like, I'm not paying. Oh, yeah, that's crap. Dude's like 50, though. Oh, my God, I got something to show you later. So I'm thinking he might be under a different name. And if I can find his name, I'll I'll update it. Um, Look up that author, too, his full name. It's going to drive me nuts. I don't have my phone, or I would have done it and just been quiet about it. I can <sighs> knock you over and take the laptop and look it up myself if you want. But I'll probably throw my back out. <laughs> the rest of the podcast will be like, ah, oh. Nathaniel. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was popped in my head. I'm like, is it Nathaniel? It is. It is me. It is Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yes, he wrote some famous books. Let's see if I can recognize any of them. There's The Scarlet Letter. I'm sure you've heard of that one. I have. <laughs> the House of Seven Gables. I'm sure you've heard. I've been there. The Birthmark. I've actually been to that house. Have you? Yeah. I forget where it was, though. It was in Massachusetts somewhere. I think it was in Salem. Was it? Yeah, I believe so. The, I mean, there's a bunch of uh, books. I've never read The Scarlet Letter. I don't, I haven't I don't know I what know it's, it's about. about. I know what it's about. What's it about? Um, Isn't it about like a lady who falls in love and she's like a nun? No, I believe it's like um, adultery. Mm. You've seen Game of Thrones. I have. You remember The Walk of Shame? Yes. That's basically what it was. She had to wear a big red A on her shirt for adulterer. Hmm. Should she become a superhero? No. Damn. Super whore? Super whore. I, don't, I didn't read the books. So. <laughs> I didn't read the books. But I believe that's what it was. It was a giant, like, scarlet You know, a. with somebody... It was with a vermilion a... a on her shirt. <laughs> it was scarlet. That's why... Fucking dumb bitch. Can't even understand. And... She changed the tint a little bit. and She was free. <laughs> It's not Scarlet anymore, bastards. It's maroon, you sick fucks. <laughs> I should read some of Nathaniel's work. Just because of his name? Yep. Just I listen to him. I listen to an artist, uh, a musician, uh, Nathaniel I Radcliffe. Know yeah. Great musician. The only reason I started listening to him was because of his name. I remember I heard one but song. But he's a good musician. I showed it to you, and you're like, yeah, I listen to him all the time because of his name. Yep. I started listening to him because of his name, but he's a good musician. It's that one where it's about drinking. Yes. In the prison performance. Son of a bitch. Yes, that's the song. Give me a drink. That's a good song. That's a really good drink. Okay, we're going to take our little break. I think I stroked out then. I meant to say it's a really good song. I said it's a really good drink. That's a good drink. That's a good drink. Okay, we'll be back. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Momentarily. What? Nathaniel was born in Salem. That's why in the House of Seven Gables is in Salem. 
you you didn't you were like I think it's in Salem. You didn't yeah. say for sure. I did. So there you go. I rewind it. Okay. <laughs> no, because I remember seeing it, and then I'm like thinking, where would I see it? At? I think it was Salem when I visited there. <laughs> and it was. Hey, we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Sorry, <laughs> that was the youngest, the, the longest, youngest. That was the youngest lawn I've ever had. That was the youngest long I ever had. It's the longest yawn I've ever had. <laughs> uh, as soon as you started recording, <laughs> maybe, I, yeah, maybe I said something nice to your mouth. Go wah, wah. <laughs> just like that. I made that noise too. I often do. Make that noise. Checking that my locals. Okay. Um. So I have a true crimey thingy. Yeah? That may or may not be real. Nice. They don't know. So that means I don't know, I guess. They God, don't know. I failed already. Oh. oh, I fail. Thanks. Thanks for watching our podcast. And by watching, I mean listen. Did Chris just fuck <laughs> everything up? Okay. Yet again. I'm going to fuck up this name. Good. Fuck you. Okay, so um, like I said, this may or may not be real. Um, most of the information comes from pamphlets that were circulated around. It's real. <laughs> there was also four books published, at least four, with the story in it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's real. And it's from the 16th century. A 16th century? Yes. Oh. So uh, it's the story of Christman. Let me try and... Sound this out in my head. Jennifer Tienga. Jennifer Tienga. Jennifer Tienga. Tienga. Um, they don't know when he was born. Sometime in the 16th century. It just says... Maybe. Sometime before 1569. Uh, okay. And then he was put to death in 1581. Okay. Just it's just <laughs> sometime before us. Yes, fifteen. Basically, because his uh, all of his stuff happened over a thirteen year period of time. Mm-hmm. So that's all they know about him is that thirteen year period of time. Mm-hmm. It was like the Hob brothers when I covered them. Like they could have been thirty, they could have been forty two. Yeah, I don't fucking yeah, know. Pretty much. Okay, so Chrisman was a robber killer, a robber killer. Yep, and he would hunt the roads to find his victims. He would hunt down all those robbers and kill them. So, <laughs> a vigilante, the robber no, killer. I guess they were called robber killers, where they'd rob and kill everybody. Those are just murderers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But apparently, there's like a bunch of stories, and it, it kind of got dubbed like robber killer stories. At least give them a cool name, because like there's highway robberies, right? And those guys kind of like that sounds like a highwayman. It sounds pretty cool, <laughs> right? The coal uh, peddler. What are you? Uh, uh, I'm a robber killer. We haven't talked about the coal peddler in a while. Maybe this was the coal peddler. I'm I'm hoping if we don't talk about him, he won't show <laughs> he won't up. Show up again? Exactly. He touches me at night. At least he does it to you at night when you're comfortable. He doesn't do it to me <laughs> in the day while I'm working. 
<laughs> makes it hard to work. Makes it really hard to work. Trying to count out someone's change and like shows up. Please. Shoves a lump of coal up my ass. Please get starts... your dirty black hands off me. That sounds a lot more racist that, than I that intended. I totally meant because did. Of the charcoal. Oh my god. I can't believe you said that. I'm not gonna Oh, oh that's it. You're banned. I was looking for the beep button, but I don't even know where it is. <laughs> it's too late anyway. It's all right. I think it's on this page. It is. Let's see if you can find it. It's right here. You got it? Nice. I got this too. Uh, That's not doing anything. I guess you don't got it. It just made me sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't. That wasn't me. That wasn't you. It was the guy we got hacked again. extorting we the got other hacked guy. Again. That's all that was. <laughs> I also got this. Uh... <laughs> no, because like, uh huh. This is the effect. you got something, buddy. This is the effect button, and then I added another effect button, not knowing the original one was there. Okay. I was actually trying to do a double effect because, like, I can do the deep voice thingy and then reverberate it and do a chipmunk one. I hate and that. I was gonna put the chipmunk one on you and <laughs> just randomly hit it. I hate that. But you can only do one mic at a time. So you got lucky. Did I? Yes. Until you find out later on when you can do it. Oh, no, I can change just, it anytime I want and put it to your mic. At random times. I can, do like, like, I can set it up right now. Well, hey, guys. <laughs> it's going to happen. So Crispin was a robber killer who would hunt roads, uh, hunt the roads to find victims. Um, one thing that supposedly set Crispin apart from other stories of bandits is that he didn't roam or wander. Mm-hmm. He had a base camp in a cave that overlooked roads going to... You might know some of these names. I don't. Okay. I know one of them. Uh, Trier. Okay. Metz. Okay. Bayonville. Okay. And Luxembourg. I've heard of Luxembourg. I was about to say, it's like, you've had... I don't know any of the other ones. Okay. So it overlooked uh, roads that went to four major towns. Mm -hmm. His cave. Um... I'm going to quote historian Joy Wiltenberg. Christman Jennifer Tinga was unusual in apparently maintaining the same stationary den throughout his years of serial killing. More often, accounts tell of robbers traveling, meeting, and congregating with other robbers or with the devil on their journeys. So he just kind of stayed where he was. Meet with the devil on their journeys? Yes. Nice. That's apparently another thing. I don't remember if I wrote it in here or not. That set him apart because a lot of the stories said they like made deals with the devils and he had superpowers, but nothing with his story. Robert. Not Robert. What's his first name? Christopher? Chris? Chris? Christman. Christman. Um, Robert. I was looking up Robert Killer. Oh. And it just brought up Robert Killer. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I had Robert on the mind. Okay. So he had a cave that overlooked everything, right? Now, the cave wasn't just a cave. It was more like a <laughs> fort or a house. A bat cave. I want to be. <laughs> Why are you singing Pokemon? Oh, the, the song I just played you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. God, you fool. All you said was, Get I want to be. Get out. And it sounds like you're about to say the I want to be Batman. Batman. Um, <laughs> uh, so the cave, it was said that it was built um, like a house. Dude, that cave's built like a house. <laughs> I wouldn't say built either. That cave's I would say more though. it was like added to, since caves are kind of natural. 
That cave's bricked up. But they said it was set up similar to an actual house inside the cave. Caked up? With, on a Wednesday? What the fuck are you talking about now? You never heard of that? No. <laughs> Double caked up I have on no a idea. Wednesday? No idea what that is. So it was set up to be like an actual house. It had rooms, cellars, different chambers, all their modern day conveniences of the time you generally expect to see in a house. I got it wrong. It's double cheeked up on a Thursday. Double double caked up. It's the same thing. Double caked up and double cheeked up are about the same thing. Um, double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Still don't know what the hell it is. I'll show you it later. He supposedly lived and operated out of this cave house for around seven years and was the head of a gang. But. Mm-hmm. But what? Let's say that, I'm going to say that calling him the head of a gang or a gang leader should be very loosely used. Um, I'll explain you'll, how. You'll see. Oh, no. Also, yeah, he operated, uh, like I said, he operated out of the base for about seven years, but his full reign of terror was around 13 years, which is like the time frame they know yeah. of when he was alive. He definitely <laughs> was alive at that point. Um. Aside from attacking people on the roads, which were primarily French and German travelers, he was pretty ruthless in the sense that he had no problem turning on his own gang members and taking them out just as quickly. Fucking French. After a robbery, he didn't want to fairly divide up the whatever they stole. The, the money. booty. Yep, the booty. The swag. The uh, loot. They'd go back to the base you know, to divvy it up, and he'd oftentimes poison his current crew and toss their bodies down a shaft in the cave. That's pretty neat. It said after a robbery, most of his current crew rarely survived more than five hours. Mm, that's that's of... why I say I wouldn't really call him a gang leader because he yeah. didn't really keep them. <laughs> yeah. They're like disposable. That's kind of cute. I don't know why I just noticed this and this is completely unrelated. I just realized for some reason my browser has my weather set to Celsius instead of Fahrenheit. It defaults to that. I had to change mine. I was looking I at it, it was like, like 28. I'm like, wow, that's kind of cold outside. What the hell happened? I hate and I how the, saw it Celsius. I hate how the browser like auto-updates. So sometimes I got to open it and I get the whole splash screen again. Hmm. Anyways. I'm sure you've seen it. Yes. Um, did I ever tell you that I changed the temperature in a truck at work to Celsius and nobody knew for a long time? Nobody pays attention. No, but it started looking at it like, what the fuck? Why is it so low? Why is it so cold um, outside? Oh, uh, where was I? Okay, so what makes Christman such a prolific killer? He's a m- robber. A robber killer. That's a what robber killer. It's a, to, to be fair, he did, he did kill robbers. He did. True, he did. He did he kill did. robbers. He killed his own gang it's, every single time, almost. It's in his name. I, I don't think he did anything wrong. I mean, you know... I don't think he did anything wrong. I'm, like, I'm gonna, you know what? This is a hot take. I'm going to go join this robber killer. Yep. And we're going to go on a crime spree. Yep. Don't be fucking surprised if he kills you. It's like a, you said, it's, it's in his name. It's in the name. So um, he uh, is the robber killer. So what sets him, like, makes him such a prolific killer? They found journals in his house cave detailing all of his murders. And when they went through them, like all of like they read through all of what happened. It was like in detail. Mm-hmm. Nine hundred and sixty-four. What? Yeah. What? And after his capture, he supposedly had said that he was close to his goal of an even thousand. What do you think he would have done if he did? Celebrate. 
Do you think he would have just been like, I'm done. 1,000 people dead? Say, I good. I'm good. I didn't need to sell my soul to the devil. I am the devil. You guys that just helped me get here, you can go free tonight. <laughs> I Listen, there's seven of you. I only need three more kills. You guys figure it out. Which one is you it going to be? You guys fight over it. But do not kill anybody. Don't kill anybody. Because <laughs> those are mine. Um, during his reign, he also amassed quite the fortune. Uh, supposedly around 70,000 golden. Golden? G-U-L-D-E-N. What? G-U-L-D-E-N. G-U-L. Golden? Golden? Yeah, it's a money. Uh, so I converted it. Right? He had 70,000. Oh. What? They're also called guilders. Okay, well. Dutch guilders. I converted to 70,000. I was just looking at what they look like. So the problem is the inflation calculator I found. Yeah. Didn't go back far enough? No. Wait, was that right? <laughs> oh, I was right? Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. It went back to, I actually have it written down. It went back to 1635. So you're going to have to, like, figure out 54 years I'm, of inflation. I'm pretty sure, because this is in Germany, right? Yeah. We still use the same word for that. Golden? Well, we use Geld for money. So that's just kind of part of that. Yeah. I think it's still, I think it's called money, I, which makes sense, but it's it's Geld so for money in right German. Right now... If you were to go buy 70,000 golden in today's standards, mm -hmm. like if you had 70,000 golden right now and you converted it right now, it'd yeah. be about $40,000. Back then, you know, this was back in uh, 1581. Yeah. With the inflation and everything, it's estimated to be about $1,429,527.57. Oh my god. Imagine that much money back then. Geld money. There you go. That's a lot of money. Back in 1581, having over a million dollars. I could buy a castle. They actually used that as an example. Did they really? They used... Um, <laughs> There's quite a few of them in Germany. They used a, a famous artist who bought a house, and they said how much his house cost. Mm. So you can compare it. Was it a Vogel von Vogelstein? No. Oh. I have loose relations to that. That's it. There's Oppenheimer Schmidt. So anyway, <sighs> take that 1 million, almost 1.5 million, and add like another 54 years of inflation because I couldn't go far enough back. I tried. Like it gives you the number to change it to, and I change it to what I want, and they're like, we can't do that. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to move on to... Uh, what led to his downfall? And you're going to have to read something on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Sorry, I was looking at Vogel von Vogelstein because I have... You're going to have to read something on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, what am I going to have to read? It's in German. Oh, You'll shit. be able to possibly pronounce it better than me. Maybe. My German's terrible, okay. to so... my mom's dismay. <laughs> so what led to his downfall? There's some grisly details in this one, this part. Mm-hmm. And it also shows how, like, horrific Christman was. On one of his criminal outings, he saw a young woman on the road, the daughter of a cooper. Okay. You know what a cooper is? A cooper? Mm-hmm. They make chicken coops. No. They make 
uh, barrels, yeah, casks, I, I know what buckets. Okay, so she was traveling to go live with her brother. Instead of robbing and killing her, he gave her a choice. She could die or go back to his fort and live with him. Oh, no. For the seven years he was in his cave house, he kept her as a sex slave. He actually did keep her alive? Mm-hmm. Um... Whenever he would leave, he would shackle and chain her ankle so she was unable to escape. To escape. And here's the like really horrific part, right? Mm-hmm. She bore him six children. But as soon as the baby was born, Crispin would step on their necks, crushing their throats and killing them. What? And if that's not morbid or horrific enough, he would then string up their bodies outside the cave, and supposedly as the wind would blow their bodies, he'd say... Where? Right there. Oh, fuck. There's no way <laughs> I'm going to pronounce that. You can't read the translation. Tanzit liebe Kinder... Tanzit... Liebe Kinder... That's that's love, kid. Um, just Knipper. read. No, just read it. I got the translation on yeah. there. Tanzit, liebe Kinder, Tanzit. Gnip, Gnip. Jinpertenienga. That's his name. Yeah, I'm not going to pronounce it. Ihr Wörter macht und dann tanz. I figured you'd probably have a better chance of pronouncing those words better than me. Wörter macht und dann tanz. What does it mean? It means swing, my lovely children, swing. Pretty close. Yeah. Dance, dear little children, dance. Mm. Jin Pratenga, your father is making the dance for you. Yeah, Vada. So he would hang them up outside and let the wind blow them, and he would say that. Mana Vada. Um, the young woman, who isn't named anywhere that I could find. That poor would often plead with Crispin to let her go out of the cave into the town to see and talk with people instead of, like, being trapped in the house all day. In the house cave. Day and night. Um, He made her swear she wouldn't tell anyone. He actually was going to let her go. Holy shit. To visit town. He made her swear she wouldn't tell anyone who she was or her situation. Mm -hmm. So she agreed and she was allowed to go to town. While there, she saw all the happy people and children running around and playing, and it was too much for her. That's crazy. After everything she's been going through for, you know, seven years. Yeah. So she dropped to her hands and knees, screaming and crying. And as the story goes, this is actually, this part here is kind of in another story as well. So take this part with like, like I said, you know, we don't know if this is true or not. A bit of salt. She, uh, she kept her oath that she wouldn't tell anybody and started confessing and pleading to a stone. Hmm. So apparently there's another story where another girl did similar. This is almost like a fairy story in the so, sense where it's like on a technicality. He was, she was like, I did not tell a, a person. Well, she does. I told a stone, which then somebody overheard me. That's what happens in the other one. Well, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like a fairy story, which is very German. So in this one, um, people ran over to her to help her, but she wouldn't break her oath or tell anyone what was wrong until she was brought before the mayor. Uh, they finally got her to talk, and they knew they needed to stop Christman and came up with a plan. She would go back to the cave house so Crispin wouldn't suspect anything. And she did. And supposedly she was like uh, running her hands through his hair and like delousing him. <laughs> okay. And so he was like relaxed when yeah, he showed up. Yeah, I gotcha. 30 armed men were then, uh, sent in. Uh, they stormed the cave while he was like all relaxed. That was kind of part of the plan. And they captured him. 
So as mentioned earlier, he kept a journal of all his murders he had committed in detail. That was obviously found by the soldiers when they searched the cave and all of his hoarded treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so with a journal, they didn't really need him to confess. This is also the 16th century. I don't think they need a confession. True. But he straight up confessed anyway. He was like bragging about it. Yeah, I killed 900 and some odd people. What of it? So, Do you want to be the 8,000? I'm close. Hey, baby, you want to be my 1,000? Hey, baby, you want to be my 1,000? I'm going to start using that as a pickup line. (laughs) You want to be my 1,000? 1,000 what? Rejection. (laughs) I'm so close. You can do it. Uh, You can put me over the top. Push me over the edge. And the 17th of June. God damn it. Step on me. <laughs> on the 17th of June in 1581, Crispin was to be put to death on the breaking wheel. Baby, I love it when you reject and spit on me. <laughs> love it when you slap me and call me a disgusting bastard. I love that restraining order. I just gives me a piece of you paper with your signature on it. Restraining order. Uh, yeah. So he got so the breaking wheel. Yes, the breaking wheel. Okay. Um, it's also called like a Catherine wheel. I don't know what it is. I am not going to try and, it. Oh, it's called the wheel of Catherine. Wheel. Instead of explaining it, I was going to actually say like in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. instead of re- reinventing the wheel, you I'm fucking, just gonna, I'm like, that's, I'm like, I can't say this now. Terrible person. I'm just going to read the wiki. I love it. Go ahead. Cause it explains it in great detail. Oh, does it? Yes. My favorite. So, those convicted as murderers, rapists, traitors, and or robbers to be executed by the wheel, sometimes termed to be wheeled or broken on the wheel, would be taken to a public stage scaffold site and tied to the floor. The execution wheel was typically a large wooden spoked wheel, Mm -hmm. the same as was used on wooden transport carts and carriages, often with iron rim. Sometimes purposely modified with a rectangular iron thrust, attached and extending blade-like from the part of the rim. The primary goal of the first act was the agonizing mutilation of the body, not death. Therefore, the most common form would start with breaking the leg bones. To this end, the executioner dropped the execution wheel on the shin bones of the convicted person and then worked his way up to the arms. Ah, fuck. Here... Rhythm and number of beatings were prescribed in each case. Sometimes also the number of spokes on the wheel. To increase its effect, often sharp-edged timbers were placed under the convict's joints. Later, there there were devices in which the convicted person could be harnessed. Although not commonplace, the executioner could be instructed to execute the convicted person at the end of the first act by aiming for the neck or heart in a coup de gras. Even less often, this occurred immediately from the start, from the head down. So mm-hmm. it would kill you first and break your whole body. In the second act, the body was braided into another wooden spoked wheel, which was possible through the broken limbs. Like they would just take their yeah, they shattered would arm and wrap it, it around the, the spokes. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were tied to the wheel. I know this because I have I have pictures pulled up to see what it would look like. The wheel was then erected on a mast or pole like a crucifixion. After this, the executioner 
was permitted to decapitate for Garrot. 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 The convicted, if need be. Alternatively, uh, alternatively, Jesus Christ, how can I, I guess what? Alternatively. Alternatively, fire was kindled under the wheel, or the wheeled convict was simply thrown into a fire. Occasionally, a small gallows was set up on the wheel. For example, if there were a guilty verdict for theft in addition to murder. Mm-hmm. If they were a robber murderer. Yeah, a robber, robber murderer. Killer. Robber killer. Since the body remained on the wheel after execution, left the scavenging animals, birds, and decay, this form of punishment, like the ancient crucifixion, had a sacral function beyond death. According to belief at that time, this would hinder transition from death to resurrection. Mm. If the convict fell from the wheel, still alive, or the execution failed in some other way, such as the wheel itself breaking or falling from its placement, it was interpreted as, as God's intervention. There exist votive images of saved victims of the wheel, and there is literature on how best to treat such sustained injuries. Oh, we broke all your limbs. You're fucked. This is the 16th century. Yep. Um, so, the reason I also just kind of straight up took this part from Wiki, Yeah, it mentions him. Oh, does it? Yes. Specifically, notable members who've been wheeled. The survival time after being wheeled or broken could be extensive. Accounts exist of a 14th century murderer who remained conscious for three days after undergoing the punishment. In 1348, during the time of the Black Death, a Jewish man named Bona dies. Sure does. <laughs> That's his name. Mm-hmm. Underwent the punishment. The authorities stated he remained conscious for four days and nights afterwards. Ouch. In 1581, the mm. possibly fictitious German serial killer, Christman Jennifer Tinga, remained conscious for nine days on the breaking wheel before expiring, having been deliberately kept alive with strong drink. Hmm. Because of what he did, they wanted to make him suffer as long as possible. Interesting. So they kept him. Do you not know what a garrot is? I know what it is. I just don't want to say the word. Garrot. Is it garrot or garrot? I always said the garrot. It's garrot. Because I, you know, I never heard anybody say it. I saw it in a book. Really? You've never heard anyone say garrot? Okay. It's the. It's a wire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a wire that most people will use to cut off heads. Lobsters would use like piano wire. Yes, mobsters would use. You ever watch an interview with that mobster? No, I didn't know of any particular one that did. Oh. I just know it was a thing they did. There's, they there's... Like put two little sticks around piano wire. Yeah, um, there is there is a mobster who did like uh, he's no longer a mobster, but like he was a mobster. Like now he's dead. Back no, he's still around. He's still around. It was Ice like... Man. Hmm. Is this the Ice Man? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but he went to prison for a very long time, and then he's now reformed, and he's gone now. And a lot of the people he used to know are no longer like around anymore. And so he talked about like the things he did for the mob, and it's like, whoa, there was rough. There was one called the Ice Man, and he was called that because he was just fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole uh, documentary, and he interviewed him. Maybe it was him. I don't know. And he's just talking about how like they ordered him to take out one of his best friends. He's like, so I did it. And, like, he had to shove him into a barrel, and he had, like, he's like, and he wouldn't fit, so I had to break his legs. And he just talks about, it like, it's nothing. It might be the same guy. 
Maybe. I don't remember that specific story, but he, he talked about, like, when he first started off. I think it was, like, bald with a beard, like, white. I don't remember. Um, But, like, he was talking about, like, when he, he became a... Here. Before he became a made man, um, like some of the stuff they do before oh, you become a maid. Oh, this guy wasn't a made man. This no. guy was just straight up just their hitman. Oh no, then it's a different it's guy a different then. Guy, yeah. Um. He he was talking about like some of the things they did to the like the younger recruits to like kind of build up their like tolerance for that. Like, have you raise a dog and kill it? Uh, they also start off with like small things where like you're not going to kill this dude. So similar to how serial killers are made. Yes, or similar how um, uh, seals are done, and how like other like military things are done for like special forces. I think I told you that story from when I was in therapy, or when I was in the hospital, and that they brought a younger patient into our ward mm-hmm. because the shit she went through was like too rough for the other kids to hear. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And her father would do stuff like that's terrible. Get her a pet rabbit, and then kill it in front of her and make her like drink the blood and yeah but he was just talking about like how they would slowly ease you into it so like whenever you did eventually have to kill somebody it wouldn't be as so crazy which was really interesting that they had that kind of like let's ease them into a kind of mentality yeah oh, i heard it i heard it i wouldn't see if it do a twang but it doesn't twang michael but twain that's yeah that's christman jenna Pertinga. I'm going to ask my mom, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Clearly, it's like this, and it's going to sound nothing like what she we She might have heard of the story. Probably. I don't know, though. Sometimes she, she was like... alive. <laughs> she might have some of the pamphlets still. <laughs> right. She might. She's mm. immortal. We all know this. She's immortal. <laughs> yes. I hope not. That'd be crazy. You're going to get beatings your whole life. My whole life. I'm hoping she'll become frail at some point and stop abusing me. So tired of going home and just getting a cast iron pan to the head for no reason. Gosh. Why would you do that? I wasn't even here. You talking back to me? (laughs) Why would you do this? I have been gone for six months. Mother. Your existence is more than enough to displease me. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about this. You displease me like every girl you've ever talked to. <sighs> oh, that was that was low. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, uh, there's some of them that are pretty okay. Like, look, I, I have some friends that are females. I don't displease them most okay. of the time. So the friend zone ones are all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for at least admitting that. Uh, now, am um, I the one friend zoning them, or the ones, or they friend zoning me? I don't know. It's a bit of both. It's possibly all. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're getting delusional. I'm, <laughs> I've been awake for like 19 hours now. Quit your bitching. Tired. I cut out half of my word. Yeah. I'm tired. That's okay. We're just about done, Chris. And then you can go nap. nap. And you can take a nap. That's pretty much what my bedtime sleeps are. Naps? <laughs> just short little naps. Here's about four hours. Don't don't spit it all in one place. I don't place. sleep. I have intermissions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I looked at my, like, uh, my watch, 
like the sleep rating. Mm-hmm. And it was like 20 minutes of actual deep sleep. Nice. I think it's supposed to be three hours of deep sleep you're supposed to be getting. I never get Even mm-hmm. if I sleep six hours, I do not get three hours of deep sleep. That is problematic. And one of the things I saw. Have you tried killing yourself? Yeah. Okay. Didn't stick? No. Damn. We're more resilient than I knew. <laughs> so, um, uh, like, I know you need to sleep to heal. Mm-hmm. Yes. So your body can regenerate and yep. fix things. Also to learn. Your brain, like, actually, like... That explains why I never learned shit in school. Yeah. I don't sleep, so I it don't is... fucking know shit. I don't know if you actually read that um, study, but it was like, when you sleep, brain your brain is able to, like, actually, like, fit pieces together, like, fit pieces of information together so your brain can correctly use that information. Because I don't know if you've ever experienced it because you don't sleep often, but like you've ever like studied a problem like and you could just couldn't quite get it, and you've went to sleep and woken up the next gay, day and kind of like had the a next day uh, Freudian slip, Freudian slip, the woken up the next day and and understood it a whole lot better. Yeah, I know dreams are made to like sort out stressful things for you. Are they? That's one of the theories. That's why they're so weird and they're kind of like cryptic. It's your brain trying to sort it out to so you can move on or, you know, be de-stressed. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying, like, the healing part, like, when I look at the the stats from the watch mm-hmm. for sleeping, it shows, like, the amount of, like, healing your body would have done. It's, like, not good. It's like, hey, your kidneys. That's why nothing not heals. Great. I'm always in pain. That's why your back's all fucked up. I know. I just need, like, to be put into an induced coma for, like, a month. That's why we put people in induced comas. I know. But And a few other reasons. Now but... I got to just burn, like, 90% of my body so it'll induce a coma and I can heal my shoulder and back. Now just go run into that wall really hard. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just run into it forehead first. You'll be all right. I've been Boom. slowly, like, taking more and more melatonin to see if it helps. I think your body will become used to the melatonin. Also, melatonin only helps you sleep. It doesn't make you sleep. I know. I need help staying asleep. That's fair. I had a medication when I was like 16 that helped me sleep. Ambien? No. I don't want to touch that shit. No, that's fair. No, it was um, trazodone. Okay. Uh, It was to stop my brain from thinking. It would slow down the thinking so I could sleep. Hmm. Okay. So I remember, like, I'd be up till, like, four in the morning and then finally get to sleep and have to be up for school at six. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Does. Well, on that happy-go-lucky no- uh, note, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcanum Obscura. If you would like to contact us or follow our social media, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura, and our Instagram is arcanumobscura. Chris, do you have anything to end it off on? Uh, no. Okay. I didn't catch what you said. I was looking at something. Chris, do you have anything to end it off on? Do you want any notes of anything? I have the outro button. That's a great way to end it off, you know. <laughs> Hit that button and let's roll, buddy. All you right. go home and you... T- well, you are home. I am home. You go take a nap, buddy. You enjoy yourself. I go take my intermission. Yeah. Maybe you'll get, like, a solid three hours tonight. Maybe I'll get another weird idea. Please don't. 
<laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye.